this weather. We've lost them. They're not the only ones who are lost. I can't go much further, Buggy. We should head back down, find some shelter. If a bugbear wants to be lost, it stays lost. No. Then they must have come this way. We have to keep climbing. Okay, okay. Buggy, this is no good. I can't go on. We need shelter. Let's head down. Get on the road. We could be in Diamond Lake in a few days. Sit by the fire. Sink some beers. See my boy Grimbold. You could have your annual bath. We can't go back. The pass will be blocked. If we can get off this ridge, down the other side, maybe there will be more shelter. Oh, let's hope so. With the Bear Claw's blessing. Wait. What's that? What's that light? There. It's a cave. Careful. It might be them. I would rather fight a thousand bugbears than spend another minute out in this. Follow me. Shh. Quiet. That light is from deep within. This cave goes back and back. What's that smell? Uh, uh... No, no, uh, not you, Buggy. The other smell. Even more disgusting. Is it them? Not Bugbears. Something else. Careful, Buggy. This doesn't feel right. Coward. It was your idea. Just stay close. Wait! A cousin. We can't go on. Now who's a coward? We can jump this. It's too far. If I can do it, you can watch out. Hold your stars, our ceremony. Seize them. Goes, goes, run, Rick. Maggie, help, help me. Run, run, come on. We can fight them together. Jump, join me. Don't leave me to fight by myself. I've got to bug out. I'm out of here. No, Maggie, no. Don't leave me. Buggy! <laughs> I'm out of here. Well, hello, and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. We've got a bumper, supersized episode in store for you this week as our heroes bravely take on Zerksog the Mind Flayer. Please rate and review us if you get the opportunity on your podcast app of choice. Email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Look for us on Facebook or Twitter. That's it. Let's get on with episode 59 of the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Jump in hack slash. Good evening, good evening, everybody. Evening. Hello. Evening. Now, the mailbag. Oh, yeah. <gasps> if we can... Have we had a complaint? Well, let's inspect the contents of Paul's sack. Okay. I'd rather not. We have had a, a comment in. I thought you'd like to hear it because it sort of helps. I don't know. It's just nice to hear about the, you know... Yeah, the world. From Ariel Cheeseman. They commented about our episode, um, There's Noel Edmonds. Yeah. That's quite an early one. Yeah. What's up, friends? Nice piece of writing and pleasant arguments commented at this place. I am actually enjoying by these. Good. Yeah. Thanks, Ariel. Mm -hmm. There we are. That's the mailbag done. Why are people leaving these randomized things? I mean, there's no financial. It's it's possible someone. What is it? I mean, it's. Maybe it's a real fan. Yeah. 
Mm. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> that could have been yeah. the person that was going to buy you the pint, who's now going to wander off because you doubted them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's true. Yeah, Ariel Cheeseman is listening now, thinking, mm. "All right, fuck you." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good name though. <laughs> Very good name, Ariel Cheeseman. I think we, we should use it. We'll use it in the show. Right? Should we done? Shall we done? Let's done. Um, who wants to do a recap? Shall I roll? Shall I see? Yeah. Going around the table, so running a d10. Dan! But Mike, <laughs> Why don't you tell us? Mike, what, you're not going to do a recap of the recap, are you? A pre-cap? There no, might no, no. do. Might do. Oh. Try and resist. So, was it last time that we trapped the mother spider thing in a oh, polymorph yes. into the bottle? Was that last week? That was last I week. I think that was last week, yes. So we trapped it in a bottle and then didn't know what to do with it, planning to throw it as a grenade, but never really got the right opportunity. We went up the stairs through the double doors and found what looks to be ostensibly a treasure room. It's got lots of magic in it. Clearly there's some kind of trap or something going on there, so we didn't touch anything. Instead, Alessandra went through it, went down this ramp into a large room where the mind flare was levitating over a pool, I seem to remember, and went something like ah i'm going to eat you and uh, which is a great mind frame with your fear as a pleasing garnish ah yes yes i should have remembered that and then uh alessandra ran away it's otherwise known as she did a bug raft what yeah, well she ran away like a cowardly custard and exactly meanwhile parker and bug raft tried to go in the room parker got a vision of some no, it was a, it was a, what are they called? The, the pyramid things in the middle of the jungle. That's a ziggurat. Ziggurat. Yes, I was thinking of tea. Yeah, ziggurat. Technical term. And thank you. And then basically Parker failed a lot of things and basically got killed, sort of. And then we rescued him, pulled him out. It's all very detailed. This I'm telling you. And I think we've decided that we want to kind of withdraw because we've got three of these spider things plus the large spider thing in a bottle and squid thing, isn't it? Squid, okay, squid thing, spider thing. They've got legs and it's and a sort of amorphous body and a mind flare, which it seems to be doing nasty stuff to us. So I think we decided we wanted to bug out for for a second. Bug out. Is that a technical there you term? Go. That's, I, think I think that's a pretty good summary. That was very good. Yeah. I thought that was excellent. Consider I can normally remember nothing. We left it with Parker, who had just failed his first death saving throw. Yes. Oh, Mike, you're itching to do a recap of the recap, I can tell. And also, 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 I, I, I didn't really want to go there last time, but I want to go there now yeah. because, you know, my character's on the line. My question was, the... Mind flare was levitating over the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. How did he then move towards us? Do you mean by what horizontal mechanism did he was move happening? horizontally? Yeah. By, mo- oh, see, okay. by what mechanism did he move horizontally? Since levitate only allows you to go up and down. That's right. Well, either he's got a portable electric fan, fan with a <laughs> <laughs> jet a jetpack. Yeah, a little, just a little. Well, no, one of those ones you can buy, you know, in a, in a, yeah. And he's buzzing himself around like a it's like an outboard motor. <laughs> Maybe he's got one of those caps with a fan on for keeping you cool on a hot day. Exactly. Yeah, and he's got it on backwards. Obviously, he's very street. It could be or that he had beans for dinner, or he had beans for dinner. <laughs> yes, but how did he direct his ass in the right direction? Or he's not levitating. <laughs> Purple cast a stinking cloud to kind of cover your exit. Smelly Biff. 
We pick up at the top of the next round with Alessandro on 18. What would you like to do? God, are we staying or are we going, guys? Oh, that's the question, isn't it? Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> shall we stay or shall we go? Um, no clues. How do things look? How are you set? How are you for spells and hit points and all of that? Uh, Alessandro, I'm all right for spells. I'm all right fine for and on full. I'm quite happy to keep doing what I'm doing, which is to kind of... I mean, the problem is the problem is that Parker is uh, depleted, shall we say. But yes. we can we can bring him back. I mean... You know, but I've got no relentless in Jude. In, yeah, um, That's easy for you. I don't so. think anybody's got that, to be honest. No. I'm on half hit points. It's a long time since I had a relentless in Jubal. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think uh, so. I have them every night. <laughs> I might have had one just you mean after your breakfast. Are relentless. <laughs> They're quite nice, especially chilled. We're talking about different things here, Paul. Oh, you don't. <laughs> the <laughs> things got very warm this afternoon. I had to dangle mine in the fridge for a couple of minutes. Mine stands up straight, chilled. It's, it's fine. Still, you'll stand proud today. Yes, yeah, no, there's no, there's no limit. I mean, that is the that is the classic relentless. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What are you doing, Alessandra? Right, Alessandra. Alessandra. Are you saying that you're all absolutely fine? Everybody's okay for spells and hit points, apart from Parker. No, no, no I'm on half. Parker's on half. And I'm enfeebled. Yeah, oh. but that's the same as always, really. Okay. You're always enfeebled. The enfeeblement, aren't you getting saving throws? Hopefully I get a save every round, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do what I kind of did last time, which is I'm going to stand in front of the door. Which is run away. Which is the passage to this scrying room. And, um, you can't see very much, obviously, because of the stinking cloud. You can see uh, yes. Uncle Buggy standing in the doorway, Parker being dragged see. along, this little bottle. Well, actually, you probably can't see that. And then you can see a cloud, and that's it. Yes, I, I hadn't realised I couldn't see, so I can't attack. So I might just move. Well, at disadvantage, you've got a rough eye. Mm. Uh, to be fair, I'm shooting straight. I know that it's straight ahead of me down on the opposite side because I shot it last round. That's right. You can shoot randomly down a corridor that you assume to be there and yes. hope, in the hope of hitting something. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. So I'm going to move five foot and then I'm going to uh, look down the passage into this growing room and just kind of ping off a crossbow. Let's see what happens. You don't know what's in that chamber. You don't yep. know where anything is in there. So why don't you make a perception check to see if you can pick up a signal. Okay. 18 perception. You think that there is something moving, so far as you can work out, bearing in mind you're staring at a cloud of gas, on the other side of where you think the pool is, like directly on the other side, yeah. that, you might, that you can ping off a shot at. I'm a class 23, and the other roll is I'm class 12. Your crossbow bolt pings off into the cloud and you don't hear it thud or make contact with anything. Alright, I will continue my move and I will head to the base of the stairs, bottom of the base of the stairs to the brain room. Sessions on 15. So you're retreating then? Uh, they are. Alessandro what? and Sessions are. Well, let's see what Sessions does. Sessions uh. hasn't moved yet. That, that's scurrilous. Yeah. Oh, well, scurrilous. You know, I'm just anticipating. Slander. <laughs> Label. I'm just making room for the others. Alba. <laughs> Alba. Alba. Are you Alba. retreating or are we retreating or not? Temporarily. We're going to regroup in the laboratory room, yeah? Yes. Bring Parker out and we'll we'll heal him up. But in the meantime, Sessions... Okay, so in the meantime, Sessions is going to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay, good. just thinking, thinking. Mm -hmm. In your own time. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So have a little progress bar for Sessions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Slow little progress bar. He's going to ready a heal on, ideally on Parker, when he's pulled out of the room. That's gotcha. his action. I'll stay where he is 
And as a bonus action, I'm going to call the crushing coin back towards him. Like a kind of calling back a dog. Coiny! Come on in! Here, boy, come on. Moves about 20 feet, so out of the cloud, somewhere near. Got it. Right. First things first. At the start of the turn, any creature that's in the stinking cloud has got to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. Let's make a save for the Mind Flayer. And the Mind Flayer saves. Of course it saves. Of course it saves. I mean, we all knew it was going to save. Constitution, yeah? Constitution, too. I rolled a 15. But the other creature? The other creature doesn't seem to be bothered by the stinking cloud at all. Immune to poison. Immune to poison. Octobot. It goes... And comes... Mm. Squoggling out of the cloud. Technical term. I've got to roll a d6 first. Uh, You don't want me to get a 5 or a 6. I do get a 6. Okay, so it emerges from the cloud. And then, Bugraft, can you make a DC 14 constitution save as this thing bathes you with its horrible, baleful glow? What was it against? Did I have any protection? It's a slow effect. It's not poison. Slow. Right. Okay. 14. Just made it. That is it for it. You hear, Bugraft, the sound of some more squoogling in the cloud like there are things clambering around in there more than there were reported by alessandra when when she went down to the bottom of the ramp she saw one or two of these octopoid creatures and the mind flare that's all she saw now it sounds like there's another clambery slurpy thing may have come in through the balcony that's the best way i can put it another thing very possibly yeah you can hear <laughs> right. Uh, do I get a save against the enfeeblement at the end of you, my round? At the end of your turn, you make a constitution saving throw, DC 15, to throw off the effect. But until then, you're only doing half damage with your melee weapon attacks. All right, so I guess I'm going to carry on dragging Parker out of there. Cool. Heading through the door and up the stairs. We well, don't need to go that far. You just need to bring him out so that we can heal him. Uh, it's probably a good idea to block that doorway. If you move there, it's that essentially... Is going to get an attack of opportunity on one of you? I could just pull pull Parker through the door Yeah. to the other side. Yeah. I'll do that. You're dragging Parker and pushing him behind you out into the laboratory. Yeah. It is sort of looming over Parker, but I'm not saying that it's actually sitting on Parker <laughs> to the extent that you can't drag him out. And then I'm going to bash it with my frost brand. See, Dan was telling me earlier in the week that I am too lenient with you guys. No, I wasn't. You misheard. Dan? <laughs> no, God. I didn't say that. Dragging a <laughs> full-sized other person from a square in front of you, past you, and then pushing them out behind you into the through a door, I don't think is the same as opening a door. It's an action, isn't it? Turning a do- It's an action, I'm afraid. I would normally allow it, but Dan has convinced oh, me that thanks. I'm just oh, teacher's that I'm being too nice to you. I oh, think that's an action, Bugraft. Since it's an action, why don't you move him another square? Move him back one. Yeah, between Burple and Sessions would be a good place to put him. That's what I'll do, and I'm on the other side of the door, and then my interact with an object would be to close the door. If you're leaving the square next to this octopus, it's going to get a, an attack of opportunity on you. Yes. Attack of opportunity, I roll a three and miss you. So a tentacle sort of goes whoop and just misses the back of your head as you dart out through the door. I have readied action at that point, so I will uh, yep. cure light wounds on um, Parker. Okay. Yep. Ooh, huh. Have you just shut the door? Shut that door. Shut that door. I think door. he has, yes. Uh, well, there's the worm thing. Well, hang on a minute. 
What are we doing about the worm? Well, I mean, mean the fish. The fish in the bottle, yeah, the octobomb, is... is on the other side of the door now. Yeah. <sighs> Don't think that's necessarily a, <clears throat> a massive issue for you. Yeah. There's no nobody knows what that the significance of the fish <laughs> apart from you. I roll a <laughs> six plus three, Lucas. You Unless get it's nine. to frantically work out how to signal to the others. Oh, is that nine points for me? Yep. Guys, guys, it's Steve. Thank it's Steve. You. There's something about that fish. Sorry, I haven't done my save. Plus five Nine constitution. Points That's brilliant. Hurrah. 18, Parker so I'm no longer in feeble. back up. An awful lot happened then, but fine. Shadoing. And Burple on 11 is the next person to act. Well, I'll do a cure wounds on Parker, I guess. Oh, ah. It's Christmas. <laughs> we all Rolling. Have a Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling a nine. It's not massive, but it'll do. It's got 18 this round. Massive. Parker is no longer making death saving throws, so Parker, it's your turn on four. Which yeah, I've, got, I've got a move left, so oh, I sorry. might... Oh, um, sorry. Bonds. Go vaguely towards the stairs, towards the magic room. <laughs> uh, the museum, we're calling it. Okay. okay, the museum, yeah. The magic yeah. room, I'm calling it. Treasure Good. room. Good. No, no, I think, that's a, I think that's something that you want to firmly fix in your mind. Well, the, the magic room. Yeah, that it's the magic room, full of free magic for you to take. I think that's the way we should all be thinking about <laughs> yeah, it. That's, that's the way thinking. we're thinking about it. That's how we're thinking, yeah. Alessandra on 18. Well, hold on. Uh, uh, what happened to me? Oh, I'm so sorry. Of course. Yeah, well, Parker. What did happen to you? Well, well Parker so, is is up. Yeah, all dulled up, nowhere to go. So we close the door. I've got a few places for you to go, Parker, if you like. <laughs> yeah, door's closed. What is strategy? We gonna... The door opens towards you, I should be clear, which means that you can hold it shut with a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the strategy is to uh, to fight them in that corridor and to pile in with defensey stuff with the guy who, who whoever's blocking it. Burple, you, and... did you have a view of the corridor before the door was closed? Yes. You mm-hmm. didn't feel that that awful yellow baleful spotlight effect from their eye was penetrating the cloud so it did serve some purpose right quite good at some point to um, move the octobomb to where as far away from us as possible (laughs) we could just throw it into the back into the room possibly but then of course it's going to turn into an it's actually going to explode if we throw it we want to kind of do it as late as possible but we do not want it um, in amongst us no it's constant remember it's concentration what we could do is we could take it to the top of the large ramp at the museum and then just sort of let it roll down the hill. Yes, and that, that might work. Or we just put it on one of the shelves in the museum. Yeah. Depends if you want the well, so I, I think at some point, concentration's going. we're going to need to do other concentration stuff, yeah? Yeah. What else have you got, Graham? You said last time you didn't have much. Protection from evil if we want to fall back through the brain room. Yeah and avoid the saving throws, or at least yeah. to allow you to avoid the saving throws so you can do your singy thing, if you can still do that. Yes, I can. Can I do that? So... Have you got that again? And the other one that's quite useful is the uh, Spirit Guardians. What happens if we throw it into the brain room? Well, if then you're going to... between us and the roots out. Yeah. If you're going to release it, you might as well just lob it over, and hopefully the damage it sustains well... Well, that was my original plan, yes. You know, at least, it, if you're going to release it, at least do some damage to it. Yeah, throw it up into the giant room. Yeah. So that it will fall, it will get 5d6 or something, 66. We could try something clever like throwing it up and seeing if we can do a trick shot with a crossbow to release it in midair so that it expands in midair yeah. and then, then takes falling well, damage. But the thing is, as soon as we open the door, 
that's going to be a little bit more difficult because we yeah. will have well, these other creatures to contend with. Well, and there's a stinking cloud to deal with. Decisions. Come on, come on, come on. Ooh. Let's move on. Well, Ooh. we're talking about split-second decision-making. Okay, Parker is going to move to behind Uncle Buggy. The old friendly lenient mic has gone. <laughs> and the new nasty mic is here. New? I'm going to use my remaining round to ready an attack as soon as Buggy opens the door. Got it. Alessandra. Alessandra is going to go and stand behind Buggy by the door into the screen room. And in case you're all waiting at this closed door, yep. Yep. And is going to ready an action to shoot at the first monster she sees. Session Zeeper on 50. There's that progress bar. It's like uh, Windows is rebooting. Yeah. Another heal on me. Say no. How many hit points have you got? 18 now. Out of 62. And how many is Buggy Which got? Which is including the aid. I've got 34 How did I ever let things get so out of control? Yeah, but that's including the aid. So I'm actually on 52. Something's gone horribly wrong. You just haven't been paying attention, Mike. I haven't, to be honest. Uh, no. No. Sessions Eper will step forward, cast Cure Wounds on Uncle Buggy since he's at the front. Ooh, yep. Thank you. Uh, he's actually at the genuine front. For uh, 10 eventually. points of damage. Seven yeah, on the dice yeah. plus three. Ten. He had to retreat Excellent. in order to find the front. Yeah. Inadvertently found the front by not <laughs> paying enough nice. attention. There's something very zen in there. Uh, and then Sessions... Your crushing coin is on the wrong side of the door. Yes. I can't do anything it with It continues to hit whatever it was hitting. It hasn't hit anything. It hasn't hit anything. That oh, creature's oh, yeah. moved and I haven't seen it there. And then Sessions is no. going to step back. In amazement. It's a bonus action to move the crushing coin, but I don't know if I can move it through a closed door. I... But doubt that you can yeah i'm afraid so i'm assuming until i can move yeah. it through an open door and it's bonus action yeah. so the door has to be open and then i'll move back towards the bottom of the stairs that lead up into the brain room something tries to push the door open uncle buggy do you want to stop it i'm not going to try and stop it but if it's going to be knocking me back and then i if you as it were insist on standing in front of the door as it swings open and don't get out of the way of it, you're going to be knocked over. No, I, I, I don't mind it opening. So the door slams open and this thing is in the doorway, this octopoid. There is another mm. octopoid behind it. Ready to action? Mm. Okay. Parker, after you, sir. Lovely. Thank you. What's your reach? Are you using the thing of the fire I'm snake? I'm using the fangs of the fire snake, yes. First attack. A 19. 19 is a hit on this thing, yeah. Eight points of damage. Yeah. Second attack is... It hisses in uh, dismay. So yep. 15 for 21, which I'm assuming... It's also a hit. Yeah, hit. absolutely. Yep. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. one is a two, which I'm assuming will be a miss. Two is unfortunately short of what was required. We set the bar low and you failed to meet it. What about yes. Alessandra? You're ready to action. This thing is just on the other side of Buggy, just in the doorway. Okay, crossbow attack. Oh, for God's sake. Whoa, oh, wait my... a second. Wait a oh, second. What? Ready to actions are a single attack, right? It's it's using your reaction to make a single attack. Yes. You make an attack action, don't you? We've oh, you're had this right. Many, many times. To, the last yes, one that missed yeah. anyway. Yes. You weren't allowed to make the second attack either. That's fine because I know how much damage you did. You did six. So I will oh, okay. just strike that off. Okay, sorry. Uh, Alessandra, oh, sorry to interrupt uh -huh. you. Alessandra had rolled 
10. 10 is a miss. Right. Well, there we go then. These two things are in the doorway. The one that slammed the door open. First of all, I'm going to see if I roll a five or a six. And I don't. It's going to attack Uncle Buggy. It attacks with two tentacles. an action to push the door Ooh, open. Oh, it's gone. No, it's a free interaction. But it missed. It rolled, a, rolled a one. natural one. One now. That would end its round unless it gumbles. You're going to gumble. Octopuses are notorious gamblers. Um, it might as well gamble. It's got little to lose. If it misses, it has to draw a critical fail card. It rolls a 14, hits armor class. 20? Yes. Okay, so that ter- it turns that first fumble into a normal miss. So it gets its second attack. A 16 hits armor class 22, which is a hit on you, doing 6, 14 puncta M. Well, I am raging. Uncle Buggy. So I yep. take half that. The one behind it bathes you with its baleful eye glow. Can you make a constitution saving throw? DC 14, please. Oh, uh, uh, fuck it. That's a 12. It's a bit mundane for an old dice, isn't it? That's a... Do you want me to be nice and a friend guide storyteller? Isn't it no. slow? No. Okay, well, you are slowed. Hang on. How long does a slow last? Can anybody I thought you wanted to oh, tell me not to be nice and be a friend guide no, storyteller. No, but I, I haven't... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite finished your sentence. I have a number of rounds, uh, and you make a saving throw at the end of each round. Your round. I can remember. Yeah, but at the, I, it wasn't at the end of every round. It was the end of every other, I seem to remember. Can Can you remind us, Mike? Oh, I didn't well, give you the option. Uh, it's not being nice. It's just because we're, you know... Nice Mike's left yes. the building. In real nice life. Nice Mike has left the building. <laughs> It's because we didn't play for a couple of weeks and we can't remember. Nice Mike would tell you that uh, there seemed to be a fixed duration after which you got to make a saving throw. And then also the effect was ended when you slayed, slew, slawed, cold slawed the creatures. A period in which you don't get a save and then you get a save. Precisely, but that period was not consistent between the two people that fell victim to it. So you can only infer from that that there is a dice roll. If I took an action, I would get a full action on it, but no, no movement if I'm slowed. Your speed is halved. You can take an action or a reaction, but not both. Whatever powers you have that may give you more than one attack are not relevant. You can only ever have one attack. All right, okay. Um, All right, I use my old dice then. You do use your old dice. Okay, fine. Off you go. 15. 15 is a save. Okay. Purple, can you give me a perception check? A perception check, eh? Yes. Yes, I can do that. There you go. It's a 15. You're not sure, Purple. Mm, I am. But it could be the sound of some movement coming from the direction of the museum room or maybe past it. No mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Uncle Buggy on 12. It's your turn. Got a bash thing in front of me with my great axe. I've been listening to the other episodes. Average axe. And I keep forgetting it's a, an axe, not a... It's a... I know you do. Yeah. yeah. I keep thinking I'm a dwarf, not a hobbit, and I've got a sword, not an yeah, axe. You're, you're, so l- let me get yeah. it straight. So I'm a hobbit wielding a, a, a great axe. Right, here yes, we go. Yes, somehow. Yes. How could you not know that? I just forget... I just for caca. And a four. Just for caca. Swinging away for caca. I just right. for caca. Two crap I'm just for caca. Ah, for caca. I am for caca. Three and a four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh for caca. Oh, oh, then with my interact with an object, 
Yes. I'm going to... Could I pick up the the fish in the bottle? Oof. In the, its the square. Octobom. I'm a hobbit. I can move freely between in other people's squares because I'm small. Yeah, but it's not really an interact with an object, is it? I know you really a hobbit. Nice Mike is now living in Costa Rica under an assumed name. <laughs> and I don't know that reaching into the square of an of a hostile creature and when trying you to can retrieve remove something freely through their square. Well, because I'm small, without you can penalty. Move through, but you can't stay in it. You're reaching in through a doorway down to the ground and picking up Well, I could go object. into a square and come back out and the other one will get an attack opportunity. I don't think okay. you can. That's too difficult. It's not just a, a cursory little yeah, okay. thing. Anything else, though, from you? No. Crap. Purple happy. Um, I love this new Mike says no system. Good. Thanks, Dan. Nice to know. Oh, it's my fault. He's yeah. basically making it up. You know that. Yeah. No, no. It's, oh, it's now I'm now making it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so your fault. I'll move two squares. No, you can't move that far. You find that it's just too <laughs> difficult to. <laughs> I shall move two squares and then I shall stick two fingers up to you. No, I shall. Uh, mm. just, sorry, I'm just writing something dispel down. Dispel yep. the stinking cloud. <laughs> I shall remove it. Is that it? I mean, no. that's, you can dismiss it with a thought, right? Yeah. yeah okay. No, it's not. I was waiting to see what I found. I find is not very much. I will. Mind players coming through the museum, then. But of mm. course, I shall do a fairy fire. Yeah. On those two creatures. That What's the save? It's a DC 14 dexterity. Uh, the one nearest buggy rolls a. An 18. Uh, <laughs> saves. Of course, it the saves. one behind it rolls an 11, and that is a fail. Excellent. And then I shall move out of the sight of the corridor to the treasure room, <laughs> and we go on to Parker. What's the um, capital of Venezuela? No, what's the general opinion? Should I attack this one that's now fairy-fired? Or are we trying to reduce the guns? Because I can attack that one with advantage. Reduce the guns. Reduce the guns. Reduce the guns. Always reduce the guns. Right. Uh, So you're going to reach through Buggy. I can reach through Buggy, yes. Not actually through him. Oh, an 11. dear. An 11 is a miss, Parker. Mm. 15. 15 is... A miss, Parker. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Not great. That's ridiculous. Anything else from Parker? 50%. No, that's it. Apart from your letter of resignation. (laughs) Alessandra on 18. It's just... Alessandra on 18 is obviously going Mm. to try and do a crossbow attack. It's just painful. A five... Just painful. <laughs> Come on, we're relying on you to do your sneak attack I'm stuff. I'm trying was that to do useless? it. I'm trying. Useless. It's just useless. I'm trying. Oh, that's it. Is that it? I'm useless. useless. That's it. It's useless. Isn't it? Because it's the two things you've only got the one thing. <laughs> well, you're still slow, are you? Uh, no. Okay. I'm going to boot up uh, my sessions IPA 261 console. Okay. Sessions IPA. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Wow. Ready to go. Ready. Why was there only one attack do? from Alessandra? Well, because Alessandra attacks with two weapons, and one of them is a melee weapon. Yeah. Sessions is going to move behind uh, Alessandra. Okay, so you can see, see all of the, the, the octoplets. The octoplets. He'll do tumbling dice. Yeah. Um, on on the nearest octopoid. DC 14 wisdom. Rolling a... Ooh, only a six. That is a fail. Has it been wounded? Yes, yes it has. 2d12. 23. Oh. 23 points of damage. Well done, it reels. Nice. It reels and hisses and its little tentacles all curl up like a spider with a candle too near it. Then with it's my, still alive, obviously. My bonus action... I'm going to swing the um, crushing coin down on it. Ooh, hello. Come on, Sessions. Come on. Sorry, but that was a bit Kenneth Williams. Armour um, class 19 is a hit for five points of damage. Oh, five points of damage. Yep. Sorry, I shouldn't sound yeah, And then no, I will step back impressed. to my cubby hole over the side. Excellent. Fast and efficient. Very it good. attacks Spugraft. First thing I'm going to do is roll a d6, not wanting a 5 or a 6 for you guys. It doesn't get a 5 or a 6. It attacks Spugraft. First attack hits armor class 18. Correct. Uh, hit. Uh, it does 7, 8, 10, 11 puncta am auf dem boogie. Okay, I took half of that because I'm raging. Yeah, so just five. It's second attack. Ooh. It rolls an 18. It hits you again. And this is bad news for you because of the rend damage that it does. It does another 14 puncta am auf dem boogie. And then I roll the supplementary damage because they hit you with two attacks. Another 14 points of rend damage as a result of hitting you twice. Okay. The octopoid behind it there's not much it can do unless it rolls a five or a six on this d6 which it damn which it doesn't hmm. okay it's very interested in this bottle with this fish in it <laughs> no it's not it's just sort of queuing purple i think that the doors to the museum are closed yeah from behind those doors you hear instead of quizzical sounds like a door is it the sound of a glass door opening it might be the sounds of the other doors in the museum opening Okay. And we go to Uncle Buggy. Uncle Buggy is going to attack with his frost brand. Okay, this time, Uncle Buggy. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hobbit with an axe. Oh, that's it. An 18. Does 17 points of damage. Oh, and you swipe through the kind of bulbous, fleshy center body of this thing, and it just goes... All over the world. Uh, to it's like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I step forward and interact with an object to put the. Once again, stretching the interact and object rule. I'm going to interact with an object there. in order to pick up the bottle, polish it, wash it, <laughs> pass it back to Alessandra with a little note tied around its neck. Why don't no. you just leave it? Okay. Yeah. I'll leave are you going to are you going to continue your attacks? Yes, I'm going to have one more attack on the one in front, so I'm at advantage now. Let's roll twice. Uh, that's going to be a hit that's anyway. That's a hit. 19 water damage. Six points wow. of which is cold. Nice. Well, it doesn't like that at all. I mean, that's a really serious blow. Purple. I'm going to... She spells and I just don't know that they're going to affect it. I could do invisibility. What do we think, guys? Or I could... I've got some offensive spells. I've got enemies abound. I've got confusion. Have you got any more stinking clouds? Because it didn't like that. 
didn't not like it, but it, yeah, it couldn't see through it, could it? Mm. Or maybe that's why it's come the long way round. Yeah. So I could do a stinking cloud this side of the door. Yeah. If it can't see through it, it can't do any spells through it. We can take out this other one. We've got more yeah. control, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. I would say do it. That's my last third level. This is the big decision. Mind flare. What's your alternative third level spells you would use? Well, I've got invisibility affecting two people. I've got a whole person. I've got enemies abound. I've got... Uh, Whole person never works. Distant whispers. Whole person does work. It's just maybe not on a mind flare. Yeah, distant whispers is good for a round. Cure wounds. Got three d eight plus three cure wounds. When you've got healing spells, you're always having to make that calculation. Yeah. If it opens that door and does a battlefield spell in its round, look at look at where we all are. I don't think it does that sort of spell, does it? It's more like dominate person yeah some of the weird spells which does damage i think that's the one because i think that's a cone it certainly triggered some kind of awful area effect power on Mm. bugraft and parker all right first i will do we could take out this octopoid take out the guns i would i've got this in whispers the distance whispers is only going to put it off it's going to do a bit of damage it's going to run away for around then it's going to come back again yeah but it does damage yeah what i'm going to do is i'm going to ready a stinking cloud should the door start to open at all because it goes round corners so it will then get it in it oh nice i will center it at yeah. the top of the stairs just Got in it. front of the door on the understanding that it will then billow through the crack in the door yeah it will billow through the hilltop so basically you cast a spell now but you just keep I it I know yeah. yeah so you made the decision Parker Parker I'll just bash the one behind Bugraft with your fangs of the fire snake yeah I attack at advantage don't I you do, because it's got so, a fairy fire on it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, nine, uh, 15 was a miss. 15 is a no. miss, yeah. So uh, 17. That's a hit. I need to roll again. Oh, okay, oh you know, you might get a critical. Uh, okay, 17, that's yeah. a hit. Oh. That's, uh, tactics. Tactics, tactics. Five points. 18 is a hit. So that's, a ni- that's nine. So you've done a total of 14. Yeah. It looks um, pretty unwell, I have actually, to say. while I'm at it, another key point expenditure I'm allowed to do and roll an extra okay. d10. Another three points of damage. Oof. What was that? Fangs of the Fire Snake. It's when you attack. That's the smack em up bad power. smack em up bad power. It costs another key point. She's ice cool. She's sophisticated. She couldn't hit the back of a cow with a spade. She is Alessandra. Alessandra. Not, not this time. <laughs> Jesus. Right, Alessandra's going to take a quick miss. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she's going to take a quick step to the left, so she's got a, a line yep. of sight to this she's thing. Got no excuse. Yeah, there's a bit of cover there. There's of a course. bit of cover. I'll allow you to calculate. It's not going to matter because yeah. she's going to. Oh, thanks. She's yeah. going to roll below a two. Yeah, you're going to roll a four. Here we Add go. Let's see what she gets. Attacking it. Oh. She rolls a 26. 26 is a hit. You want to roll again for the critical, just in case. The nice mic has returned. But you don't. The damage is going to be 7. And the second bit of damage is an 8. So 15 in total. And then she's going to move and tuck herself. Oh, I see. By the big old, whatever the big octopoid came out of. The big urn thing. The vat? The vat. So she's out of line of sight from the... The, the octopoid you just shot looks 
very unwell. I mean, waiting in casualty, unwell. Brilliant. The opening scene of Holby City. <laughs> and it is the time of sessions. Oh, okay, sessions. sessions. Finish him off. It's the time of destiny, okay. the time of laughter, the time of sessions. Sessions will move up next to Parker so he gets a sight. Of this thing, of yes. this thing. Bonus action to hit it with the crushing coin. A rolling... 13 and the second roll is a 24 7 points of damage it's still clinging on okay then was, I will use know. my action to cast tumbling dice it rolls a 16 and makes that save and then I will shuffle back to where I started and it is driven crazy by pain and injury what does it do first of all let's just see if it gets an opportunity to... Oh, it does! Okay, so it has a decision to make. I don't think that it would try and slow Uncle Buggy. I think that it's just too primitive as a creature. It's just driven crazy with fury by pain or whatever. It's going to attack Uncle Buggy. Rolls a 17, hits armor class 23. Yeah. Doing 15 puncta erm. Out of them boogie. Second attack hits armor class 16. Nope. Damn. Burple. Yes. The door opens. There's an octopoid. Okay, well, I've committed to the spell, so... In the doorway, there's an oct... In the doorway, there's an octopoid playing a banjo, singing a song of love for all the people in the world. You trigger your stinking cloud. Yep. You can't see this thing anymore. No. Give me a perception check. Getting an 18... You're pretty certain you didn't see any other forms or shadows or Arse. anything behind it when the door opened. Arse. Yep. And it is Bugraft, your opportunity to cleave through another little yep. cephalopodic aqua. So I'm going to bash at advantage. 23. Ooh. Is a hit. I do 16 damage. And you cleave it through with your axe, <laughs> this time north to south. Your axe goes shing as it hits the flagstones of the floor. This thing just splits apart in two yes. perfect halves and just goes wiggle. Shall I go and peer into the giant room? Everybody, what do you think? Uh, that might oh, be useful. You could free interaction take with the an object. And take the bottle and move it at least as you move forward. Yeah, towards the giant room. Yeah. What we can do is if you get it towards there, and if at some point you let me come up, you launch it up into the air, I can tr- at least try a shot to shoot it in the air. Or so you it could put it on the on the ledge, so that if need be, we could just push it off the ledge. Or you could just shoot it off the ledge, so it breaks the bottle, it falls from the ledge. Yeah. It falls, it dies, it turns into a big monster. Is that right? No, you yeah, need to shoot it so it dies, and then falls off the ledge, and then takes the damage. But that won't be very much. Be better than nothing. <laughs> I love the idea that you've created this brilliant conundrum. And now, and we now have to get in the heat of battle, you're having this fantastic argument at the door. Right. <laughs> what do I do with it? What do I do with it? It's like, chuck it off. No, 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 no. Kill it before you chuck it off. <laughs> Should I put the fish in the scrying room pool? I think the thing is, if it transforms back, then we want it to be as far away from us as possible. Johnny, pick it up, take it to the ledge. The worst thing that happens yeah. is suddenly we take damage and it appears where it is right now, right on top of you, yeah? Okay. Okay, so you, you're grabbing the bottle. I'm moving up to the balcony, but I'm going cautiously, so if yeah, I see a, a mind flare there. Have you got a light spell? Yes. Yeah, but it's sort of semi-covered. Does it mean it's not useful in terms of seeing things? <laughs> mm. Are you using it like your phone going to the off to the lavatory at night so you're like 
like you're using it. I don't do that. I stumble around at night time. Yeah, <laughs> you do. In the dark. We in the bed. Yeah. My God, I imagine it's absolute chaos in the morning. Um, just are like this, are there any other light services? sources? Well, there are, but they aren't the sort of light sources that give you a kind of bathe of light of detail. They're like little tracery of faint green kind of really carvings. You're just looking for a glowing red staff thing that the mind flayer is carrying. I want to paint a picture for him. I just need to know how he's seeing. If he's got a light spell, he's holding up above him, bathing the yeah, air in yeah, front yeah, of him with okay, light. Okay. Then I can tell him what he can see. If he's yes, 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 right, I'll do that. okay, okay. Well, you shouldn't have done that. It was a massive mistake. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the balcony, there's no sign of a mind flayer. The room is sort of marked out a little bit by some radiance from the large pool on the floor, which is about 35 feet below you, and a column that runs up the side of that pool to your right, which has got a tracery of faint, dim, green runes, like alarm clock radio kind of level of light. Okay, I convey that to the rest of the party. Yeah. Purple. Yes. What is your choice of action on the point of your action turn? I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to avoid making any kind of decision by wandering over to Parker <laughs> yes and casting a cure wounds okay which basically is just completely avoiding the and subject I like the use of the word wander there which meant that you burnt all your movement up on just really just a very <laughs> short journey <laughs> nicely it's all, done it's all planned except no maybe I won't do that because I haven't got that many spells left I'm going to s- how you do for hit points Parker it's like 10 to 5 on a Friday evening at work and you just take a little bit you know yeah you just, a little bit longer than you should you just tease out those actions it's like well I'll yeah. make a cup of tea and then I'm going to go to the printer <laughs> what's you doing in the big room there's no mind flare from the balcony where three foot Uncle Buggy is standing he can't see a mind flare yes okay do we think the mind flare can go invisible don't think so don't know okay in which case I shall find a safe spot to stand behind the vat in the main room Parker hmm what do you fancy doing I'm just wondering whether I should follow Buggy you know that there's another octopoid yeah in the museum room is it taking damage while it's in that cloud your sense from before was that these octopoid things are just completely unaffected by the stinking cloud I mean it looks like they can see through it normally and they're not damaged by it. So as far as they're concerned, it's just a decoration. Mm. I guess we're just going to have to wait for this thing to come through the... Ready to hit it if it comes up. Ready, to... yes. I'm going to going to ready a produce flame, hurl it at the first creature I see coming out of the stinking cloud. Alessandra. Alessandra's going to move into the initial corridor going into the scrying room. Yeah. Not looking in the scrying pool. Yeah. Actually, she'll move around and she'll use the remainder of her turn to move next to Buggy. She does have... Uh, Queuing up behind Buggy because yeah. the opening to this little Juliet balcony is only five foot wide. Yeah, but she does have dark vision. So can she see anything? No. That he couldn't? No. It's probably ruined. Just like Buggy. Buggy's spell. nearer the edge, but your vision of this room is restricted to a cone. Okay. It's like you're in an opera box looking yeah. onto, on, onto an auditorium. Free action say to Buggy, get ready to hold that jar up over the ledge. Okay. Sessions on 15. Bonus action, I'm going to move the crushing coin round the corner to nearer the gas cloud. Yeah. Yes. Then I'm going to shuffle up the stairs a little bit. You're going up the stairs towards the brain room, yeah. But I'm sticking on the stairs, not getting too close to the brain room. Okay, yep. And I will ready tumbling dice on the squiddy guy coming out of the um, 
mist as soon as I could see it. Well, you can see it because the next thing that happens is the squiddy guy emerges from the mist. It comes squibbling out to Parker. Do we not get our reactions as soon as it comes out? Yes, we do. Off you go with your reductions. Well, I did the tumbling dice that needs to make a wisdom save. It rolls a 10. It, mm, no, I think that's a fail. I should probably have waited till the others are gone. Yeah. Uh, 2d8, isn't it? Cause it Has is it that, taken is it, damage already? You can't see any sign that it's taken damage. Okay, so then it takes... Uh, Tonight's beer, by the way, is How Wonderful... Pale ale by Proudwater Brewery. Paul, it's a lovely thing. That's summery, well, juicy. Tonight's ale is Ashbeck English Natural Mineral Water, sparkling. Oh yeah. I took Johnny's advice from our previous conversation. Fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points of damage. Very nice. And then it gets yeah. Well, any sparkling mineral water drink can be pretended to be another drink yeah yeah well it tastes great uh, i'm actually drinking beer it's been filtered once through the ancient Ooh, rocks in eden another valley 14 from me wow that's brilliant is it water or is it beer well it's difficult to tell it's all a matter of perception that's got a lot of damage you've done on the uh, well i'm looking forward to it being filtered once again if you know what i mean it's in a plastic mm. bottle right once that happens you send it to johnny right <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Paul, exactly. You, bought, you bought the thing from us. It's it presumably really is water, and you bought it in a plastic bottle. So that's not good, is it? Well, I bought anyway. it. Anyway, in the plastic bottle. It's, Parker, it's this thing fixes friendly. you with its gaze. Can you make a Constitution save DC fourteen? Ooh. And it's seven for a ten in total. I'm just mm. wondering about all dice. What was the gaze thing? Was enfeeblement or something, wasn't it? No, slow. Do we really want the slowing effect at the moment? Do we really want... Don't think we do, do we? <laughs> did we get a save on this every round, or did it last for a particular period of time? A period of time, and then the save, we seem to think. That's exactly right. Oh, I think I'll save my old dice. You're going to save it. Mm. You are slowed, Parker. Your movement is... Halved. Halved. You take a minus two penalty to your armor class and all mm. dexterity saving throws. You can't mm. use reactions. Mm. On your turn, you can either use an action or a bonus action, but not both. Maybe I should have used the orc dice. You can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during your turn. Basically, a complete nightmare, especially for a character. Should have used the orc dice. Well, always making the wrong decisions. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Just shoulda, coulda, woulda, making woulda, the wrong anyway. decisions. The other thing that happens is Mickey Mindflare is back in the game from above you, Bugraft. Ah. This thing shoots down into your field of view. Did either of you have a readied action prepared around its potential appearance? No. No. It points its bony, slimy, cetacean, talony finger at you and goes... (laughs) Just makes that noise. And then it goes... No. (laughs) No. and zaps you with something. Is it me or Alessandra? Uh, both of you. You need to give me a DC 15 intelligence save, everybody's favorite save, oh, as it bathes you with psychic horribleness. Oh dear, minus one on this. Mm. Oh, I oh, save, oh, you I save, jammy kid. <laughs> and Alessandra? I only got 21 hit points. Rolls oh. of 21. Well, plus six on intelligence. Yes, I'm trying to. I'm looking at that. I'm trying to figure that one out. It's, I've got a the ring of protection gives me plus two. I've got another one which is plus three. So I've got. What do you mean another one? What do you mean another one? Doesn't stack. 
Can you clarify, please? Do you have proficiency in intelligence saves? Yes. So that's going to be your proficiency bonus, which is plus three. Three, and yeah, then plus three. And you've got one bonus from your intelligence itself. Yeah. And then you've got two bonus from your ring of protection. Yes. So, that's, so yeah. you've got plus six. six. There we go. So you're both completely unaffected by it. It says... Oh, marvellous. Oh, now you shall... Um, something uh, something to do with... Uh, God. <laughs> oh, damn. And it is Buggy's round. You're in the little balcony. It's five foot away from you, oh, floating yeah. in space in front Luckily, of you. Luckily, I have my... I have a question. Sorry, can I... Yeah. Is it nominating targets or impacting an area? Oh. Oh, what? Very good point, Graham. The goldfish has got to make a save. Oh. Let's make a save for the goldfish. Graham? Well, no, I mean, no, no, this no. could work to your... This could this work, could very work to, much our much advantage. to your advantage. How? Well, the goldfish is going to have an intelligence save of minus something, right? Let's just roll a dice and see if we even need to look it up. We don't need to look it up. No. Oh, yeah, you're right, Graham. We'll take a load of damage, won't it? Could a do, lot. yeah. The goldfish is... It's it's dead. But the, the creature will take a rather a lot of damage as well, hopefully. Any excess damage carries over to the normal form. And this is very much to your advantage. 26 points of psychic damage. The goldfish had one hit point. The octopoid monster that now reappears... Takes, yes. Takes 21 points. It was basically do more damage. swamping the balcony, buggy and everything. Which we'll get into the effect of it suddenly appearing squished into that space. It might fall on the other side. It might do, yeah. Am I right in saying that you were holding the flask in your hand? Yeah. We're going to hand wave any idea of damage from the fact that the flask shatters or whatever. I don't think that's anything that we can really look into. Be allowed some kind of reaction as soon as this thing starts to sort of gloop out that he can sort of let go. Yeah. I think it's more about. It was a goldfish, and then instantly it's this. 10 foot across giant octopus. I don't think it's something that sort of goes it's squeezed into that area. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a very good chance that it'll fall off the balcony into the room, but I also think there's a very good chance that it won't. And fall onto whatever is below. It looks more wounded than when you last saw it, Buggy. Mm. Although it's difficult to tell with it pushed right up against your face like it, <laughs> like it is. It's like being in a phone box and pulling the cord on an inflatable life raft. <laughs> Yeah, you're basically yes, I know what you mean. in this space, and this thing has just gone. It might fall out. It might stay where it is and be wedged in with you in this space. Uh, how do we adjudicate this? I think we do what we always do, which is we roll the d6. On a one to three, its center of gravity, when it reforms, is such to drag it over the edge, and I will give it a chance potentially to save itself. On a four to six, it is on the inside of the balcony and effectively you've got Uncle Buggy in it squished up inside a single space and we can kind of unpick that in a moment. Happy? Uh. Doesn't matter if you're happy or not. One to three, its centre of gravity is over the edge of the balcony, which means that it will fall unless it can save itself. But I have even better news because as a result of it failing its saving throw, it's stunned. And therefore, this thing just is suddenly returned into being and falls to the ground, taking... It's 35 feet, so it takes 3d6 damage. Eight points of falling damage when it falls. Possibly pushing our luck a little bit here, but does uh, Buggy get an attack of opportunity as it falls away from him? (laughs) No. Why not? We've played this one in the past. We know this. You don't don't get an attack of opportunity. Forced movement does not draw an attack of opportunity. 
We did this with Roper. Yeah. And it crashes to the ground in a state of stunned stupefaction. I don't want to push our luck, but does it not fall on the Mind Flare? No, the Mind Flare is flying. Okay, so that was quite effective. Yeah. Level with Buggy. Could have been a yeah. lot worse. Falls past the Mind Flare. But it might be an automatic thing that it reaches out to the thing to try and stop itself from falling. <laughs> and that thing happens to be a Mind Flare. Crashed Mind Flare. Be very, be very careful where he goes. I'm saying that it doesn't get a chance to stop itself falling because it's stunned. Yeah, yeah, Would no, you no, like no. me to give it a chance to stop no. itself falling? No, 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 All good, all good. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Fine. Okay, well, this thing just kind of goes... You don't think it's dead, Does it? but I mean, we can worry about it in a bit. The mind flare goes, um, when it sees that happen, <laughs> and it is <laughs> Bugraft's action. Right, I'm just looking at my rage. Did I attack anything last turn? No. Uh, no. No. Or taken damage since then? You haven't. Okay, I think I've got one rage left. I think I have. I might. I hope I'm recording it properly. I mean, you could leap off the balcony. Well, leap onto him. Yeah. You could... Grapple. <laughs> Imagine like grapple. swinging from a chandelier. You jump from the balcony. You jump. Onto you the swing mind from the balcony at the mind flare and grab hold of its clothing and attack it. It would be a very heroic thing to do, wouldn't it? Mm. It would be a very heroic thing to do. It'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I Definitely think you worth that. a drink in in Stringfellows. 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 Rather than Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons. Freudian slip there, bonds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of Johnny's character. That's a how, ha- how long has your hair grown in lockdown, Dan? <laughs> um, if I fail, it's presumably there's some is role. Is he dead, Peter Stringfellow? Or is he st- I don't know. I think he's is he already alive. alive? I think he's still alive. I've died got June, the 17th, no, June the 17th, died. 2018. Yeah, clearly. He died. I remember. Lucas, that is very worrying that you remember that. I did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stop. We've talked about. We've talked to you about this. He's got a shrine yeah. in his house. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's wearing Stringfellow's face as a mask and the wig. He's got the wig. Yeah, mirrored bedroom. Yeah. Bought the hair at auction. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this heroic jump is best left for Alessandra. You're there, good. <laughs> She's. It's now or never, Buggy. You're at the balcony. I've got 21 hit points. If I, I yeah, suppose well, I could survive that's... a fall, can't I? It's 3d6, is it? Yeah. What's everybody else doing? We're going to start a chant. Buggy, 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 buggy. And forget do to finish it, a chant. Do, do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Come on, come on. New hand. Exciting. Opportunity presents itself just for brief moments. Is this party going to support me in this? Of course we are. Well, I mean, every time... I know, know, they, I uh, know. It's going to be a Grimbold thing again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Alessandra, yeah. what are you doing? I'm going to shoot it. I need you to attack it so I can get a sneak attack on it. So the grapple counts as one, one of my attack actions, isn't it? You're going to have to make an athletics check to jump to it. Then you're going to have to make a roll to grab onto it, and then if you successfully do so... Well, no, even if you don't successfully do so, you get to swing at it with your axe, either as you fall past it or as you cling onto it. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, okay, all right. Jump over. Yes! Okay, make the athletics check. Come on. Did you save no, your No, I didn't dice? save my old dice. I got plus three athletics. What sort of role is it, do I think? The point of the orc dice, by the way, was for just this kind of thing, rather than as a sort of, you know, get-out-of-jail yeah. card. But anyway. What's the role I need? You're jumping five feet, grabbing onto something. It's pretty straightforward. To jump to it, 
It's a DC 11 athletics check. Okay. But it's not the same as the roll to grab onto it. I think I should just jump and then get one roll to grapple it. I mean, I, not two rolls, kind of, but a jump I kind and a of grapple. A, it's five foot. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, you do have to go over the balcony. That is the complicating factor. But... How complicating is that, really, though? Step onto the balcony you, and launch you, himself Yeah, out. fuck it. Okay, all right. So I'm going to jump and grapple him. Okay, you make a strength athletics check. 18. That's oh, 18. Right, I am going to roll a dexterity check for this creature. And I roll... <gasps> a one! A one! Oh. It's amazed. It's astonished by this little bearded... 60-year-old. Incontinent... <laughs> Smells strongly of garlic. Garlic-smelling lunatic leaps off the balcony at it. It honestly just doesn't know what to do with itself. I mean, it actually gets itself in a bit of a mess trying to kind of fend you off. And as a result, your other attack is at advantage. Okay. If it's grappled, do I... If it's grappled, it has to shake you off, but we'll worry about that in the future. Let's not look too far into the future, Buggy. Because you may not have much of one. But let's just concentrate on the now. <laughs> the glorious now. Well, in any case, as a bonus action, I'm going to rage my last one. I've just remembered my great taxes two-handed. So I'm, I'm going to have to... Uh, Punch it? Uh, I must have had to drop the axe. Or you've let go one hand off the axe's haft in order to grab onto the mind flayer. And you've got the axe in your hand, but you'll be attacking with it one-handed. I would say that if you did yeah. that, you'd be attacking at a disadvantage. Yes. Yeah. Cancelled out by the advantage because this thing rolled a one on its resist of your grapple. Yeah. Means that you're rolling a straight attack roll, but you're not adding your strength bonus to the roll because you're using the double-handed yeah, weapon. I'll one-handed. do that. I'm that would be to my do that. Oh, it's a 24. That's a hit. And how much damage do you do without the strength bonus? 13. 13 points of damage. Three of which is cold. I'm not pretending that it's like reeling or in terrible trouble, but it wasn't an insignificant scratch either. You've grabbed hold of its belt, the belt with the tentacular design on its buckle, and it has got itself mixed up in its robes trying to fend you off, so it's in all sorts of trouble. It says, This is the last straw. (laughs) This is unexpected. I did not expect to be fighting the garnish. Um, Hello, my name is Buggy. <laughs> Burple on 11. Is it dirty? Is it dirty? Burple will move up to the tentacly guy, which is possibly also very foolish. On the way to the museum, yep. And will strike it with his longsword. Ooh, okay. Hitting armor class 8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God's sake. And I will use a bardic inspiration on... I mean, you have your orc dice, don't you, still? Yes, I do. I mean... Uh, shall I use my orc dice? It seems a bit... This thing's just going to hit me really easily. It's not wounded, though, is it? It's wounded. I wounded it, didn't I? It was wounded by session. Sod it. I will use my orc dice. We did 28 points of damage on it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but 28, I mean, it doesn't touch the sides nowadays, does yep. it? Okay. Just, so, you know, I mean, it used to be 28 was a lot of damage nowadays. It's a oh, natural it's 20. A t- natural 20. It's a natural Lovely. 20. No need for the D6. Do I want to gamble? Look at the board. No. Look at the board. You've got no, your winning save. Don't. But no, but I'm going to throw in uh, one of my bardic inspirations. Yes. Which means that I will be doing 
an extra 3d6, so an extra 6d6. Wow. Critical. So... A total. Oh, so, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. 30 points of damage. It kind of reels back a bit. Its tentacles wiggle in the air. And... It is not dead. It looks very close to saying goodbye to this world and returning to the seabed, but it's not dead. Shall I leave you to it and go and attack the Mind Flayer while he's disposed with Bugraft? You've got one attack. Okay, I'll attack this thing. See if we can finish it off. Lucas. Two. Lucas. Lucas. It's not gone well. Alessandra. No. You're in the scrying room. Bugraft is hanging off the Mind Flayer's belt, (laughs) giving six points of cover to the Mind Flayer. (laughs) (laughs) Alessandra is going to take a step up to the balcony. Yeah. He's going to point her crossbow at the Mind Flayer. Yeah. Rolling... Oh, I'm class 25. That is a solid hit on the Mind Flayer. Seven. And the sneak attack damage is a further 15. And wow. Then... Okay. I would say that you think the Mind Flayer is bloodied as a result of that attack. Marvellous. And then nip herself back into the room of the scrying pool. And as a, a bonus action, she's going to hide just around the corner. Give me a stealth check. 18. Okay, yeah. Session's Eper on 15. Okay, uh, so <laughs> Session's, I'm going to start with the uh, crushing coin. On the octopoid. On yep, the octopoid. The purple's fighting. Yeah, the purple's fighting. Rolling a natural 20. Ooh, well done. Would you like to gamble? I always gamble. Of course you gamble because you're Session's. I have to gamble. It's compulsory. Okay. 20. That is a hit. Okay, here we go. The critical hit deck. There you are. Open your card. Tell me what you got. Uh... Bashed nose, double damage. Just double damage and that's it. No other effect. That's all it says. The damage is... 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Il est mort. Il est mort? Il est mort. It turns up its tentacles and collapses under the awesome. barrage from your magical coin. And then I'll move... Yeah, up towards the vat in the laboratory. I think I might be able to see the mind flare from there. Yeah, you can see the mind flare with buggy hanging off it. Okay, and I th- oh, um, yeah, it's too far away. I'm not going to move quite that far. It's going to be too far away. I'll move to just outside. Okay, you find. <laughs> A bit of retrospective, whatever there, but okay. I think about the distance. It's a little bit too far. Um, right, the mind flare. It's got its red-hot iron rod in one hand. <laughs> are we talking about Paul, or, are we, or what are we doing? <laughs> and it's got to either try and shruggy off Buggy, or... Shruggy the Buggy. Attack Buggy while Buggy is attached to it. It really doesn't like this. I think it's going to try and kill Buggy with its extract brain attack. <laughs> First of all, it attacks you with its tentacles. It says... <laughs> I will take your mind. (laughs) 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 It needs a script. I've got one. And it rolls a 15, hitting armor class 22 with its tentacles. Yep, that doesn't sound good. No. It's not good. You take 10 points of psychic damage. Ouch, that's the only thing I'm not immune to. I mean, as its tentacles settle around your grizzled, grey, balding 
response. Because you're medium or smaller, you are now counter grappled. So you're grappling onto it, holding onto its belt, and mm. it has lowered its tentacles onto your brain, onto your head, <laughs> and it's kind of gone and it's grabbed your head. So now it's grappling you. Marvelous. And you must succeed on a DC of 15 intelligence saving throw. And I don't think I need to say this, but you really, really want to make this saving throw. Uh-huh. This isn't for brain extraction. This is pre-brain extraction. Pre-brain. There's something that comes before. There's a pre-brain extraction saving throw that you really, really want to make. Oh, God. I might have used my ought dice. And you've used your ought dice. So him back. This isn't brain extraction. This is the pre-brain extraction. (laughs) You're going to make it. Okay. Here we go. Big number. Oh, 16. 17 is a 16 is a save. You are not stunned by its attack. You're grappled by these um, tentacles around your brain. This is weirdly echoey of Grimbold and the Roper, by the way. It's like the end of level boss, (laughs) the end of a thing, and once again... Johnny's character is grappled by something awful with yeah, tentacles. I need some help, guys. Onto life. And once again, he needs some help and everybody else. Everybody's miles away. Apart from Paul's character, who is ineffectually hiding. Hiding, yes. Hiding behind a corner. Hiding, yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of... I'm coming yeah. next round. What we want to try and do is get you away from those tentacles, Johnny. Even I, the new nasty Mike, mm. would have to look away during the unfortunate moment <laughs> if something was to happen to you. Uncle Buggy, it is your action. What do you want to do? You think that if you stay stuck in the tentacles that you may need to be making more saving throws to avoid the horrible power of the tentacles. Mm. But you would be able to attack if you did that. So it's up to you. I think we should clarify for our foreign listener what a bonce is. Poor reader. Well, you could ask him. Yeah. Willkommen Bergen. A bounce is ahead, dear Norwegian. Right. Yes. To release myself from the tentacles and, and let myself fall. Uh, you have to make a check to do so. Right, it's a strength check, right? It's Which a I strength. Get advantage because I've got rage. Absolutely. If you do, you do. It's an escape yes. DC 15. Plus if six. If you free yourself from the tentacles, you're still clinging onto the belt. So you could then make a decision about what to do next. First roll is a 14. 14 is not enough. Yes. 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 Okay, Okay, so so I'm released from the horrible... You shake your head free of the tentacles. Yep. Now what would you like to do? If you clung on, I get the sneak attack. If you drop, I don't. Yeah, I'll I'll stay on, but it would be (laughs) excellent. do some damage. This is absolutely... Heroic stuff. Yes, I think some word eating is going to be necessary after this. (laughs) How many hit points are you on? I've got 11, but I'm raging. You could just about fall at this point I could fall there's that horrible thing on the ground oh there's a thing on the ground you're right yeah last chance before Burple's action I'm hanging on you're hanging on Burple it's your go it's now the time to try a spell do you think we're in kind of end game territory here aren't we really yeah I could bring out the confusion spell on the thing which would be hilarious if it works but it, it probably won't work might be immune to something like confusion or yeah. Mind or It's probably got spells. high intelligence wisdom saves, hasn't it? That's the tricky thing. Yeah. I could try this. Is there anything you could do it, to counter it... my the slow spell? I've got a lesser restoration, but that only works on paralysis, not on slow. Are you sure? Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Hmm. 
I don't have much left. I could shoot it with my hand crossbow. That's looking like the best option, actually. I'll move up to the room with the pool. What's the deal with the big uh, tentacly guy? Well, it's in, on the ground. Yeah. It might be stunned, I think. It was stunned. How long is it going to Yes, but the don't question know. is how long. I could do a confusion on it. <laughs> can I see the mind flare from where I am? Yes, you can. If you yeah. Well, I will shoot it then. Have you got anything that moves me one square further up? Because otherwise I'm not <laughs> going to be able to do any attacks next round. Have I got really anything annoying. that does that moves you one burst of speed further up? No. Is your singy do anything heroic, like give me hit points or something? I was thinking about that. I could. Could you do... push me one square? Just stop talking. <laughs> I'm not interested in you. <laughs> well, dealing come on. with a child. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. But. but... I just can't believe that it's taken 58 episodes for that one to come up. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, yes. I could do... Um, oh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, you know, it's... you know, it's, I could do Bardic Inspiration yeah. on Johnny. Yeah. Sod it. I'll shoot it. I'll shoot it. Hand crossbow. Hand yep. crossbow. Yeah. Here it goes. Yeah. It laughs. Next Gosh. time someone complains oh, about my rounds, please. Oh. It's a 20. Oh, it's a 20. He goes, oh, damn, damn. In your face. And I'll use my last bardic inspiration and I will throw oh. in my 66. Oh. So first of all, the damage from the crossbow. Are you... This thing is not going to like this. It does 11 are you going to gamble? Points of damage. No, I'm not no, gambling. It's, no, he's not going to gamble. He's going to like gambling. Eleven plus sixty-six. Yes. Uh, eleven plus eleven is twenty-two. Plus yes. Another mm. eleven is thirty-three. Nice. One damage. That was brilliant. Okay. With a hand Your crossbow. Crossbow bolt just yes. thuds deep into its midriff, inches above Buggy's gripping hand on its belt. Buggy, you feel this crossbow just go, and this thing goes, but it's still alive. It doubles up on itself a little bit. It's clearly very close to the end. And we move on at the very bottom of the round to Mr. Super Slow himself. Yeah. If it is really Mr. himself, <laughs> Parker. Uh, if there was anybody less well placed to yeah. contribute. I literally cannot move. Okay, good. Moving on. Get yourself a if bit you, closer. Hold on. If you can't move. You got a ranged weapon? All of my range stuff is within 30 feet, and I can basically move into the scrying room to within 35 feet. I'm going to cast Long Strider on myself. Yeah. Which increases my speed by 10 feet. Yeah, so that's like beating a Pro Plus after taking a Quaalude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that means I can move into the scrying room to one square behind Alistandra. 33 points of damage. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was good. That Two was criticals brilliant. in a row. It's all reliant on Alessandra to finish it off. Oh, well, we're doomed. Oh, you yeah. We're doomed. You're fucking doomed. We're doomed. Have you got your um, orc dice? Yup. So I've got two chances to roll, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alessandra on 18. Alessandra, like before, is going to take a step into the uh, by the um, oh I hope you miss with the smugness in the voice I really hope you miss yeah <laughs> it's not smugness <laughs> okay uh, Alessandra 
She's going to step out into the balcony. Uh, next to the balcony, yeah. and she's going to take a crossbow attack. Yeah. Crossbow attack. Rolling please, 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 please. a 19. Cock. The crossbow damage on its own is 8 points. Your crossbow bolt thuds into its forehead between the bulbous tentacle points. Its head shoots back. It goes... <laughs> and falls to the ground. Yes. Yes. Uncle Buggy, you Do take... Do damage. Ten points of falling damage. So that's five, because I'm raging. As you crash into the ground... Next to the giant thing. Yeah, well, we'll Next get into that. Next to the giant thing. And, Alessandra, anything else you want to do, having slain the Mind Flayer? Couldn't you look down and see how this giant octopod is doing? The octopod, so far as you can see, is still stunned. You don't know when it might shake that off. Is the stinking cloud, can you get rid of that at a moment without yeah. it being around? I'm yeah. going to shout to Burple, get rid of your stinking cloud. So All what? Right, get rid of going to run it. through the growing room, into the laboratory and up into the museum. She's got the remainder of her uh, move and she's then got a dash action to do as well. And Sessions on 15. Sessions will move towards the balcony. Okay, so he's looking out over the chamber. Yeah. Uncle Buggy has got a light spell on him, so if you look down over the edge of the balcony... How far is down? 35 feet. How dead is Uncle Buggy looking? How wounded? I've got six hit points left. Okay, then I will take a bonus action... And I will oh, sessions! You're cast about to healing do word good. down on Uncle Buggy. Ooh, thank you. Oh, and I will that. do that at third level, and mm-hmm. he should get back uh, twelve points. Right, thank you very much. Twelve points of damage is nothing to sniff at. Now I'm just going to make a roll. <laughs> this giant octopoid thing twitches, but does not seem to shrug off its stunned state. And we move on to Uncle Buggy. Buggy. <laughs> You're on the ground. You've got a dead mind flare on one side of you. You've got a giant octopus thing on the other side of you. You're in a big kind of cylindrical room. What do you want to do, Uncle Buggy? Well, I can either run away or I can attack this thing. Are we going to attack the big... This thing is incapacitated, so if you attack it, you're attacking at advantage. In fact, any hit on it is an automatic critical hit. Okay, I'll, I'll have a bash. Yeah, mush it. 20. <laughs> it's a 20 anyway. Uh, I mean, the signs are there. Shall I do the gamble? Or? If you want to. Do you want to gamble? Yeah, or gamble. So that's a 21. It's a successful gamble. Let's see what you've won. I'm going to deal you a card. Get to put on the stupid accent. There you go, son. Tell the audience what you've won. Uh, it's too small to see. He's getting on his Uncle Boggy. Would you like a magnifying glass? I. Okay, it's forearm blow, double damage. Disappointing not life-changing. So that's 25. I mean, that's a great big chunk you've chopped out of it. That's a hit. Okay. So that's another critical hit. That's another 21. You think, you're not certain because it's just lying there, but you think it's still alive. And I'll just move slightly away from it into the main room. You can see on the side of the pillar, by the way, you can see a door It's closed. Otherwise, this room seems pretty featureless, I mean, apart from, obviously, the, the pretty scary detail. <laughs> Let's move on to Burple Herpish. Burple will move up to the edge. To the balcony, yep. And will cast a Dissonant Whispers on the creature. Wisdom save DC 14. 15, it saves. So it takes half damage, four points of damage. You don't really feel that you've really particularly changed things with no. that? And I will step back. 
Parker, on four. You're free of your effect. Um, and sorry, it should have been ages ago. <laughs> oh. But there we go. Off you go, Parker. <laughs> How far down was it from the ledge down to the bottom of the giant room? 35 feet from the balcony to the bottom of the room. 30 feet would be how much damage normally? 3d6. So what I will do... You're just trying to try and be cool, aren't you? I am going to try and be cool, yes. I'm just going to leap over the balcony. Yes. Down to where the creature is. You take a total... You take a total of 11 points. You take off 30, so you just land on the ground. And then bob it up on the this creature oh, he's saying each look hit at is, this this is great this each hit is a automatic critical did you say it is yes okay so let's not draw this out for too long i mean the dear reader is probably getting the general idea of this but you've got a six and a two <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's you it's go armor class ninja off the balcony yeah yes hold on you crouching tiger yet. hidden dragon down oh, for the ground and then miss it and then roll a one <laughs> Do you want to take a gamble to stop that ending your round, or do you want to just just you know write the whole round off to a massive embarrassing anticlimax? Fuck's sake! Well, just the jumping bit was cool. Yeah, the jumping hapless. bit was great. The most Parker of Parker. I mean, now we know it is the real Parker. <laughs> oh, hold on! If I'm rolling an advantage, yeah, you get to roll it again. So the the one doesn't automatically account. Yeah, yeah, that's eleven. Okay, no, okay. Uh, and so no. still going. Going to try no. and get one hit in. Oh, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, single a... number under. Oh, 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 oh. A 15. 15 is a, <gasps> a miss. And then a final blow is uh, a finally uh, hit. Yeah, yeah. Hit. Okay, so that's oh, a, uh, it's a critical hit. So do your, so, do your damage. Yeah, so that's basically... I'm not going to lie, Parker. You're not going to kill it, but... 11 points of damage. Well, I mean, it's it's looking oh, worse, but it's... You've, God, I mean, that was a disaster, just, that round, yeah, Parker. Let's, that let's really face was. it. Miles away from the action, Alessandra. <laughs> Terrible. Alessandra can literally get next to Uncle Buggy. Running oh. all the way round and into the main room. Yep. That's what she can do. Oh, okay. Session Zeeper on 15. I will uh, tumbling dice on the um, big squid. And it fails that save. And it expires, Sessions. You have successfully destroyed the creature. Well yeah, done. Excellent. Oh, my God. The rooms drop into silence. There's no more sound of movement. There's nothing sort else clambering around the walls. Uh, kind of recovery. There's just five brave and, let's face it, slightly hopeless heroes. I don't know. I think Bugroff. Bugroff was not hopeless. Uncle Buggy, as you stand there trying to catch your breath, the rage draining from your body. You feel the blessing of Oort descend upon you. And you are awarded an additional Oort dice. An extra level, perhaps? (laughs) Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Got to sort out the magic first. We should rest up somewhere. Yeah. The room is empty. There's the pool as described. There are some things flibbling about in that pool. They look like embryonic Squidoids. Octopoids. Yeah. And a door. Oh, so there is. Let's check it out. And then there's the museum with all that stuff in it. Yeah. Mm. And then there's the brain room. Alessandra's going to listen at the door. Hang on. We're doing the same state we did last time, which is carry on exploring when we haven't healed up. That's what we did with the doppelgangers. Alessandra's going to listen at the door. She gets a perception of 
20. You can't hear anything through the door. Your hand hovers over the handle, and we will find out what's behind that door next <laughs> week. Wicked. Brilliant. Right, guys. Can't wait. Right, guys. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't believe we've killed. Get some stuff. The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Hall of Harsh Reflections and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Hall of Harsh Reflections was written by Jason Bullman. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.